Hi, welcome to Truth of Tal and Isaac. I'm Tal. I'm Isaac. Episode number 79 coming at you tonight. 79, good year. Good year. Pistons preview NBA award predictions and all-time best actors, top 10, independent of each other. 1979 was the year Rocky Two came out. Yeah, it's a big year. That was probably a big year for me. Big year. Uh, best 79 of all time, Rosie Brown. No idea who he is. I had to Google it. This was a tough one. No NBA players ever worn 79. NFL? It's got to be a couple of NFL, linemen. like some lineman dudes, but nobody really good. Okay. Sorry, number 79. Yeah, sorry, 79. <laughs> okay, what do you got? So, the Madden curse has officially been transferred to Thursday Night Football. First of all, you don't know what the Madden... You for sure heard this on Twitter. You don't know what the Madden curse is. No, the Madden curse started when I was young. Like, Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? You're probably right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good shout. Um, we'll talk, let's find a minute on that game. The injuries, okay. terrible, like... I, I didn't see it live, but you were like, oh my gosh, the Heinz injury? Yeah, the Heinz injury was just, wow. Like So, so really quick, really quick. I don't over-exaggerate when, I, when it comes to sports. I, I think I feel like I'm usually pretty level-headed. That was the worst football game I've ever watched in my life. I over-exaggerate a little bit when it comes to sports. You over-exaggerate a little bit Yeah, too. but not in, not in like we're dealing with absolutes. We'll over-exaggerate like... The Pistons are going to win the NBA championship in 2027. That might be like that might not happen. 2026, I think. 2026. Okay. There's your exaggeration. Okay. Like 27, 26 might be exaggerating. My point 27 is 27 is for okay. sure. My point is 28. They're for sure winning. For sure. My point like, is that's back to back to back. If three, I do three, my math, three, 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 three Pete. My point is that was the worst football game Terrible. ever, and not like. Because of conditions, we're no, no, no. playing in a mud bowl or a blizzard. And it's not, people are like, well, if you don't appreciate good defense, you won't like the game. No, dude, it wasn't that good defense. It was terrible it was, offense. It was not. Punt, punt, yeah. like, right? And the, even the punting was average. The Legion of Boom was not out there. The Colts defense is solid. Yeah. It's not Cam Chancellor running around just taking dudes' heads off. That wasn't happening. Am I allowed to say that Uh-oh. Seattle just took Denver and, like, put them over the desk and dry humped them? Yeah, yeah there could have been other other words we could have used, but yes, sure, you can use that. Okay. The thing is, like, if you were in a coma for the past 15 years, and you got out of the coma, and watched Geno Smith and Russell Wilson, you'd be like, why would anyone want Russell Wilson? Look at Geno Smith, he's awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, and then another joke is, there were some people who their first football game they've ever watched was that game last night. And well, because of Amazon, yes. Because of Amazon, because of, right? Like, so is this Amazon's fault? That you it's did Jeff say Be- that last it's night. It's Jeff Bezos' fault. Bezos' fault. Bezos because he was mean to his wife. Yeah. I don't remember her name. And all the workers. We'll call her Rita. Yeah, we're coming after you, Jeff. Yeah, but Jeff, you're wel- we're coming after you. But you're welcome on the show, Jeff. Oh, yeah, you want to come on the show, that's fine. <laughs> and sponsor us, Amazon. Respectfully <laughs> to Amazon. We should... Mrs. Tudor... Ma's got to get us a sponsor because she orders fair on Amazon. Yeah, packages. Amazon likes us. Okay, football. football's terrible. The game was awful. Thursday Night Football, Madden Curse, proved me wrong. Quick stat. Stat of the day. Colts became the second team in Super Bowl era to win a game in which they scored zero touchdowns, threw multiple interceptions, and got sacked six times. Good job, Colts. Last time it happened was like 72. Okay. So good job. Uh, Wild card weekend in baseball. We don't pay that much attention to baseball other than Tigers during the regular season. Yeah. A little bit of Shohei. Fair amount of Shohei. uh, Now, like this weekend, the next kind of week or so is fun. So go Jays. Uh, The kid is actually going up to the six to cheer him on. Uh, for Saturday's game, yeah. so that'll be interesting. The six. Uh, just as LeBron took his talents to South Beach, Isaac has taken his talents to Victoria for a week. Yeah, not at all similar to LeBron. Almost I'm going, the same. Getting out of Windsor for a week, respectfully. 
going to be with some family in Victoria. It'll be yeah, good. We'll see Uncle Don, Lauren, yeah. and the boys. It'll be awesome. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, Windsor. I'll holler at you in a week. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now let's talk. Do you have any other stupid off the tops? I do have some good stupid off the tops. So the Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. This is not a stupid off the top. This is a 20 minute segment. Go ahead. Just go. Like the punch? Oh my gosh. I didn't, like I was, honestly, I was a little distracted when I saw the punch, so I didn't realize how big a punch it was. You described it as a Superman punch, and and that's accurate. Like he put his 250 pounds leaping, he hammered him. So I'm at work. I was busy at work. Usually I'm the one that breaks sports news to dad. Dad broke sports news to me and said the video was out of pool green. And for for some reason, I didn't really even consider that possibility happening. But honestly, one of the kids, because we did manufacturing day, one of the kids told me because somebody had a Pistons, a Michigan Pistons jersey on and then a Michigan shirt, uh, hat on. Okay, respect that guy. Yeah, I respect them both. So here's the deal. He's like, it's not that bad. He said, he literally used the words like, it's not bad or something like that. And, I, and I'm like, fine, I'm in no rush to watch it. It's terrible. So I continue working. And before I even go to tune in the video, I open Twitter and it's just like 70, like all of the tweets are about the, the punch in the video. It was like, you're, you're right. It was a Superman punch. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I love it. Like, it's So just did you sick. hear the dollar amount that the rumor was paid by the TMZ dude to the video guy? I heard a number. I think it's fake. What did you hear? $2.6 million. I heard that too. I think the source on that might have been Ballsack Sports. And the, oh, the, they make it funny stuff. So there's the fake guys that put stuff out and get so guys. So it was like $40 and two Domino's Pizza gift no, cards? No, but realistically, the, the intern in the Golden State Wars room who leaked that got paid. It might only cover a week's worth of rent in Golden State, but they got a lot of money. They got paid. Uh, okay, now last off the top, what do you have? Okay, so the prison rules, boys. You've heard about those guys, right? Jay, Kevin, new, Stu. New listeners don't know what prison rules is. Prison rules is our brand of tennis that is like sweeping the nation. No serves. You start the points off real quick. You go hard, hard, lots of fun, lots of trash talk. You get lots of points in. Bill Segrist is a new addition to the prison rules. Uh, the kid Isaac has joined prison rules. So Stuart wants to have us all over for scotch. Stu is our little Scottish friend. Don't touch the desk. Isaac, you left me a note. For those people that are watching video, uh, it says don't touch the desk. Uh, sometimes I get a little bit hyper. I'm a little active. I'm turning 53 next month. So odds are I'm probably going to slow down, right? <laughs> like I'm going to start to slow down and chill out, be calm, relaxed. Just tell your story, dude. You? Anyway, so we're going to go to Stu's house and drink scotch. And he wants us to do a podcast, but he wants Isaac there. He said, well, we need equipment. I said, yes, we'll need Isaac. So sometime in the near future, we're going to go to Stu's house. Isaac is going to come with us. We're going to record an episode with the Prison Rules guy, Stu, Kevin, Jay, Tal, drinking scotch. It's guaranteed to go well. Just going to let you know, there's like six plot holes there that we, doesn't make sense to get into on the show, but there's a lot of plot holes that prevents that no, from happening. No, we're going to get Stu drunk. We're going to have him talk about okay. like little Scottish There's plot things. holes that don't involve... Hobbit sports. be awesome. We have one mic and you have like 17 guys. That's the biggest plot hole. Continue. It'll be good. That's a huge plot hole. Um... Brett Favre, asshat. Don't care. Bad guy. Bad dude. I guess we're not talking about Victor Wembanyama. He gets his own segment next episode. I'm going to talk about him in the Pistons. Can he get his own segment, please? Next episode. Can him? He probably deserves his own segment. Can him and Scoot get a segment? Yeah, awesome. Okay, Pistons preview. Uh, Lay it out to the people. So we have lots of questions with the Pistons. Let's be clear. We are super excited about the direction of Pistons. We trust Troy Weaver explicitly. Like, we're friends with him. So, like... Although we're a little biased because we're friends with him, we also trust plug, his judgment. Plug the Instagram. Plug the Instagram? Yeah. Plug the Instagram. Hey, you should go to the Truth 
with T and I. That's it. Uh, on the Instagram because there's a fair amount of Troy content and a, a couple of really good Troy pictures. Well, maybe only one Troy picture, but we probably have a second one that is quite similar, taken by Sue, of course. Tune into last episode. Tune, last Troy. episode was. Sue had a cameo. Sue had a good mid-season premiere. So listen, we're gonna say some positive things about the Pistons. We're gonna say a couple of negative things about the Pistons. Pistons, but our long-term view of the Detroit Pistons is very positive. Okay, so a lot of guys with their roles in question right now for this year, especially Ivy, Duran, Livers are the ones who three come to mind. We really don't know what their role is going to be. Um. Does Cade make the jump? And the question is not if, it is when. And what is it dependent on? Okay, here's the deal. Godfather 1, really good, right? Like, Godfather 1 is great. Yeah. But it's not the best. Godfather 2, though, this is, this is, this is going to be our jump to Godfather 2, okay? Basically, what I'm saying is Cade's making the jump. If you couldn't so tell... So is he going to be All-Star this year? No. Should he? Yes. He should have been All-Star last year. should have been All-Star when he was a senior in high school at... Wherever he was, okay? Montverde Academy, I think. If Just lean lean away for a minute. We have, th- we have three Cade jerseys. Three Cade jerseys. And a Cade bobblehead. This is Cade Day. This is Cade Day? Yeah. I'm not sure why, but it is. Okay. International Cade Day? Yeah. Or national? International. Okay, sweet. Here's the deal. Uh, I think Cade's going to make the jump. I So last year, I got some quick numbers. He was 17.4 game, 5.5 boards, 5.6 assists. 41.6 from the field, 31.4 from the three-point three, three point line, okay? I, I think he's probably going to average relatively similar. I think he's probably in like the 21-point-per-game range, six boards, six dimes, something like that. I couldn't see him averaging like eight dimes. Like, I see that scenario. Well, part of the thing is I, Ivy is really good at beating people off the dribble, so he's going to do a lot of drive and dish. Yeah, and he's not a huge... I'm just not, you know, as good of a playmaker as Cade, but you're no. right. He's going to draw so many in. And if, can Stewart, if Stewart hits that corner three, that's huge. Huge for the Pistons. Uh, and, I, and I think Cade's efficiency is going to go up a good bit, right? If he can shoot like 44, 45 from the field, totally would be good with that. Three-pointer, I don't need him to be a 40% guy. 34 is fine with me, right? Uh, so that's what I've got on Cade. I, I think, I don't want to say Cade breakout season, but like Cade breakout season. We already knew he was the man. He broke right, out last he's, year. He's going to make a, a jump and then he'll make another jump next year. I'm not going to talk about most improved player yet. That's an interesting conversation that this will kind of relate to. So that's my Cade bit. Okay. Um, can we talk about Bojan Bogdanovic for a moment? Go for it. <coughs> Pardon me. So he's great. He's Valuable to the Pistons, but he's going to be more valuable to people we talked about on the last episode. Teams like Dallas, Miami. So three scenarios. One, do they trade him for a, for a first-round pick? Do they trade him for players slash second-round pick? Or do they keep him and try and do a Bagley? Keep him? Oh, and re-up him? Yeah. I don't see the second scenario. I don't think they'll trade him for an okay guy in a pick. Like if When I picture them, if they trade him... It's not going to be for like a dude in the second rounder, I don't think. Now watch that happen. I don't think that'll happen because if you look at the trade options, right? We talked about this. Dallas, Miami, the Lakers, maybe the Suns, depending on what they do with the power forward position. Suns are confusing. Suns are, yeah, they're in a, they're a mess right now. They just lost to like the... They lost yeah, to like the NRL guys. Essentially. Uh, so I think they'll get a late first for him if they trade him. And then it's kind of crazy to think about it. Well, then Kelly Olynyk and Saban Lee on expiring deals are worth the first round pick? Apparently. Because that's where Troy Weaver, our buddy, is going to pull off for us. We love you, Troy. Yep. So I think most likely scenario is they flip him for a first at the deadline. I think. 
It's really tough to say though, because right, like the whole Wembenyana thing here, there's going to be a lot of meh teams that are just going to race to the bottom. Yep, the teams like Charlotte and Chicago who maybe have aspirations of being a 7 or 8 seed. They lose some games, they get an injury, and they're like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to dump my guys and try and get Wembenyana. Well, so that's, right, the yeah, yeah. rumor floating around, so I just got to talk about him for a oh, moment. Okay. He, if he was coming out the same time as LeBron... He's a better prospect than LeBron. Yep, Victor's one. He might be the best draft prospect in NBA history. He actually might be. Right? You look at Lou Alcindor. You look at... Uh, Lou Alcindor, I think, is number one. You think he's number one? Wilt? Well, it's a different time, right? You played four years in yeah. university. Wilt and... was nuts, but again, Wilt was maybe 23 when he entered the NBA ranks. He played Probably, three years yeah. of college, and then he did the Globetrotters when he was my age. So, I think Wembenyana, we have to talk about, we have to put this Wembenyana, no more, we only get to say his name once more each. That's the rule, because we have to talk about him next episode. Fair. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit more initial reactions for some guys. Ivy looks really good. He's going to miss some shots, going to have some turnovers, although he had no turnovers in the first game. He's just, he has a level that a lot of people don't have, right? He's going to break people down off the dribble. He's going to be super quick to the bucket. It's going to be fun. I love Beef Stew. Everybody loves Beef Stew. I just think he's too little to be a starting center on a playoff team. He either has to be a four where he learns to shoot the three uh, at a higher percentage, or he's a bench big. Okay. Thoughts? A lot threw at me there. I'll go with the Ivy real quick. Uh, in 2K, you've got this thing where it's kind of like super boost, where you can like jump up a level and just blow by defenders. Ivy, Ivy, has, that Ivy has that when he wakes up in yeah. the morning. So, yes, the Ivy first step, the explosive first step is awesome, and it's so much fun to watch. We watch it in person where it's like, I think he can just blow by anybody he wants. Yeah, seems like, like A lot of the time, right, you have to put a really elite defender in front of a quick guy. The Stewart thing, it's tough. We can talk about their starting lineup. You can't start Stu at the 5 and Bojan at the 4. Initially, we thought they would do that. I don't think you can do that. I don't I, think you'll be able to. I don't rebound. know who their starting five is really. Like they I, might do that with Stewart five, and uh, Sadiq Bay and Bojan Bogdanovic at their other forwards, but they're going to get killed on the class. Because part of me is like, do they want to show off Bogdanovic and put him out in front of the mirror and say, "Hey, look, Bogdan, Bogdan Donvan, Bogdanovic, whatever he's on clearance. Do you want to pick him up?" And they're going to advertise him really well for the first bit of the season and start him. But then I think they get killed on the board, right? Bagley. I think is a good option that you could go with at the four and have I don't, Bogdanovich. I don't know Bagley's rule. Again, they paid him three years, $37 million, which was a slight overpay, and it makes me believe that they have a bigger role than what we might think. I'm just looking at the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, do they want? what do they want to do with Bojan? Do they want to advertise him? Do they want to just go with Bags because he's probably more likely I, I, in the future? They're, they're showing Bogdanovich. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's what I got about Bogdanovich. Really interesting to see what will happen there. I, I like him a lot. I like this team and, and all the new guys are bringing in. I like Bogdanovich. I'm rooting for him. Good dude. Uh, I think there was probably a school of thought that Jalen Duran was not going to start the year with the Pistons and was going to play in the G League. I just think he's too big and too talented to keep him in the G League. They may move him down later on in the season, but man, he is the board man. We were on, Dur- I was on Duran respectfully a while ago. You were. Uh, at Memphis. Yeah, and I really liked him. And I didn't think he would go to the Pistons just the way it looked. It didn't look like it. It was kind of a, a dream I had, and it worked out. I don't think they ever had the intention of taking him in the G League because from what smart NBA people have said, and analysts, kind of insiders, 
said that they had Durin extremely high on the board. And that's what they left it at. That, again, we hinted at this. I think they would have picked him at five had Ivy went four. I really think they would have picked Durin at five. And it wouldn't have been that much of a reach. Because he was in like the six, seven, nine range. Kind of in there. Yep. So I think Durin is going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to be great. He's going to play his role so well. He has shown promise with the jump shot. I don't need him to be a three-point shooter. I think you can have him out there. He's such a difference maker on the glass. He doesn't need to average 40% from three. Not every big has to be a shooter. Okay. Right? You can still have guys. Right? Aiton is not a three-point shooter. Now, he may be a little bit of a... We, yeah, the Aiton thing. Let's get a better example. guy? Get a better example of... There's not many. Well, better than Clint Capella. Jared Allen. Jared Allen's a good one. Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, better rebounder, better defender than Bam. Better defender. Bam's a good defender. Like, I'm not talking now. I'm talking three years good. from now. Give him a couple more curls, arm curls, and I think it's Dwight Howard. Young Dwight Howard yes, in Orlando. That's a good player comp. Yes. That's a good player comp. Any, any, I have one little bit about the Pistons. Do you have anything more about the Pistons? Uh, Sadiq Bey is going to be interesting. He's on the cusp of being a really good NBA player. I, again, I don't know if he's going to get that step up this year because here's the thing, right? You got a lot of Caden Ivy action. You're showboating um, Bogdanovich. I think Sadiq is probably going to stay around, you know, 17 points where he was last year. He needs to be efficient. Obviously, he needs to be able, like, if he can play the four, if he can guard the four, that'd be great for the Pistons long term. I agree. Uh, yeah. Okay. What else do you have? Let's just let you run through your bad points. That's it for Pistons points. My last point: they were the most improved team after. The All-Star break last season. They were 7.8 points per 100 possessions better than they were going into. Kind of shows two things. One, they were not very good in the first half of the year. And two, they improved a lot. Cade improved a lot in the second half of the year. Took a big jump up. Sadiq showed steps uh, that I didn't think he had in him mm-hmm. in his second year. So I'm all in the Pistons. Again, I have them at an 11 seed. I did my. I have them at the 11 right now. Okay. Right How behind, many games? Well, Vegas, we talked about it. Vegas has that 29 and a half. It's tough. To, I, again, I need to look at their schedule. I can see them winning 31 games. I can see them winning 26 games, right? Uh, Give me a number. Over. Give me the over on 20. Uh, 31. You, you have I a, have 29. Sure. You've got 31. Jason, my man at work, he's a huge Pistons fan. Uh-oh. He said 33. Okay, okay. I was yeah, saying, he's realistic. Okay, because Andrew McLeod I mean, thinks they're winning 60 this year. That's not until 2027, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Andrew McLeod thought they were going to be a six seed last year. Yeah. Well, we need to double down on that. Yeah, yeah, he owes his beers. For sure. Okay, uh, nothing about the Pistons, nothing more. Good job, Pistons, right? You Good agree? job, Troy. Okay, we love you, Troy. We love you, Dwayne Casey. Cade, you're the man. NBA awards? Go. Ah. Okay, MVP. Um, tell you what, my two honorable mention, uh, Luca and Embiid. Those are your honorable mentions? Those are my honorable mentions. Then there's only one name that's got to it's gotta be the Greek freak. Yeah, it's got to be honest. Good. Jokic, although he has a pretty decent season, he takes a half a step back, partially because his guys are healthy. And uh, Jokic is actually going to miss not a lot of games, but he missed like 15 games this year. How do you know that? I know. The truth. Okay. Here's the deal. It doesn't matter. Jokic can play 81 games. He's not winning MVP. No, he's going to You want to know why? The only two dudes in NBA history to win, maybe three dudes in NBA history to win back-to-back-to-back MVPs. Bird. Bird did it 84-86. I'm kind of going off. I kind of know. Uh, I know uh, Bill Russell did it, like 61, 63. And then I think Wilt did it a couple years after. I think he did it like 65, 67, or 66, 66 something like that. Yeah, Jokic is not that level. Yo- yeah, Jokic isn't anywhere near those guys yet, respectfully. Okay, so who do you got? I like Giannis. Yeah. I have. I got the Vegas odds on this just because this is fun. 
Giannis is six to one plus six hundred. He's second at six to one. Luca's one at plus four twenty five. So Oof. four to one. So yeah. Luca's the heavy favorite here. Then you've got some long shots. Embiid is or sorry, yeah, Embiid is plus six fifty. I don't mind that bet. I think this might be Embiid's year. If he stays healthy, he'll be awesome. Kawhi Leonard is plus three thousand. There's a pretty good payout if you put some money on Kawhi. I just I, I don't think Kawhi's going to play enough. I agree, but should he have better odds than Devin Booker? Yeah. Yes. 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 LeBron LeBron has better odds than both those guys. That doesn't they, make any sense. They should look and uh, look talk to Wendy and Gabriel and Damian Jones and tell me how the Lakers are going to be a top five seed. <laughs> uh, defense player of the year. What do you got? Defense player of the year, Giannis. I like Giannis. His odds, he is fifth behind Draymond, Robert Williams, Bam and Abayo. Gobert is the heavy favorite here. I had Draymond, but I crossed him out after seeing the punch. I, I moved him up after this. Yeah, so I've got Gobert and Bam. I don't think Rob Williams should be in the conversation. He's going to no, miss too much. No, he's He's going to miss too much. He still has the fourth best I need best to give odds. him some credit just because I think he could have had surgery in the playoffs last year and decided I'm just going to play injured and, and delay the surgery. So he gets some props for that. Okay. You have nothing to back that up. Nothing. Yeah, ben Simmons. No, okay. Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Here, I'm going to some long shots. Davis is plus 2,000. Again, there is a reality where Davis plays 65 games and is the best defense player in the NBA. Yeah. Ben Simmons, same odds. <sighs> Just leave that there. Yeah. Joel Embiid, I can see this being the Embiid MVP DPOI year. I can see that happening. I yep. think the Sixers might be the two seed. I have them as the two seed. So I have them right behind the Bucks. I have the Celtics at three. You can pencil that because that's going to happen. Okay. Evan Mobley is going to be in the conversation. He's going to get some buzz, especially if that Cavs team is a top that's five. That's a good seed. point. Yep. Most He's a of, sweet defensive player. I love Mobley. He's I'm rooting for. I ho- I hope he gets his own hustle, like his like hustle. Oh, that'd be awesome. I want one with Mobley. Okay, uh, most improved player. Most improved. Uh, I've got Keldon Johnson from San Antonio. Partially n- not a very well known name, but San like Keldon Johnson is good. I remember watching him a little bit last year. I remember you talked to me about him. I remember. He's a great all around player. And San Antonio straight at the farm, so he's going to get lots of points, lots of boards, lots of dimes. Uh, I've got him winning the most improved. And then the other guys, I've got Ant-Man, which everybody talks about. Here's the problem with the like injured dudes. Like You can pick Zion Williamson or Ben Simmons or any of those guys. I pick Zion just because he probably will make the biggest jump from nothing to all-star. So I've got him as my third. But I've got Keldon and Ant first and second. So I think this is the most... I think this is the most entertaining one to kind of follow throughout the year. It's probably the most fun one to discuss because the odds are all, it's all over the place. So Ant-Man is the heavy favorite. I, I, again, he's not going to improve that much. He was awesome last year. Especially the last part of the season. It's kind of semantic-y in, in how you define most improved. Similar mm-hmm. MVP. Zion is, is plus 2,200. He's uh, fifth best odds. Again, like if Zion plays 60 games, he again, he averaged 27 points per game on 6% from the field. If he does that again... Is he improved? Is he the same dude, right? That's a good question. Some dark horses. I think Anthony Simons should be in this conversation. The Portland guy who yeah, got his money. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. I think he's going to kind of go right into the CJ McCollum role here. Kate Cunningham is very much in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, again, he's kind of the perfect name because he didn't win rookie for the national media. He didn't win rookie of the year, but he's kind of everyone knew about him. And I think a lot of people probably said, man, we should have voted for him. Uh, yeah. He's going to get some love. I don't love Kelton Johnson just because I think the Spurs are going to win about 12 games this year. And it's like when the Dolphins and the Eagles are going to win more games than the Spurs. I don't want to vote Kelton Johnson. Give me Edwards here. 
And then give me Cade and Simons as Dark Horse. Also, really quick, Tyrese Maxey. I think this might be Tyrese Maxey. He looks really good in preseason. Yeah, he's a beast, day. Eh? And he's kind of long shot odds, so I might put a $10 future on him because I like Maxey's number. Okay, rookie, what do you got? It's a tough one. I kind of want to go with Keegan Murray here. He's gonna. Get, he's getting lots of love. Yeah. Paulo's a heavy favorite. Like, Keegan Murray has a pretty high basement. The question is about his ceiling. Like, Keegan is going to be a solid player. He'll be a, like a Sadiq kind of player. He's going to get a fair amount of points. Uh, yeah. And a few boards, a couple of S- dimes. Sadiq comp's a little weird, but that's fine. I'm just thinking from a, a stats perspective. So, I think Keegan Murray wins. Again, Paulo, heavy favorite. Orlando, are they going to be any good? I think Sacramento, they actually might be like a decent team. Uh, ben Matherin, Benedict Matherin. Oh, you like him. The Pacers are terrible. It's just going to be him and Halliburton, which means Matherin's likely to get the second best wing defender. I think that opens things up for him. It's true. So Matherin, I like as a long shot, but Keegan Murray and, and Ivy are kind of right there. I've actually got Paula winning, and then I've got... Just the, the high the high picks. I've got Ivy Smith and Maria. Put those I, three guys. I don't think I like I like Jabari Smith. I don't think he'll win. I think Kevin Porter and Jalen Green are just going to shot shock and take away from him. But Jabari Smith, I think he's going to be really good. Yep. I want that to be on the record. Uh, six man of the year. This is a fun one as well. Okay, so um, the Harlem Globetrotters used to play who the Washington Generals. Yeah. So he was their punching bag. Okay. So the punching bag is going to be the six man of the year. Who's that? I really don't understand. Jordan Poole. Oh, okay. Because he got punched. He's for sure coming off the bench, we think. I think so. Okay. Yep. Uh, then the honorable mention, Christian Wood, which a lot of people are picking, and then uh, Malcolm Brogdon from Boston. Okay, I got a long shot for you. I don't know if I'm. he's my pick. Bones Highland. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Okay. Comes in for Denver in the playoffs. Yeah, just he was good. Awesome. Like, lit up the arena. Like, there was a stretch where he hit, like, four threes in a couple <laughs> minutes and was just, like, going nuts. Who is this dude? Yeah, he is probably going to be six man for these guys. I think Denver is going to be really good. This is again, this really matters on how good the team is. So one of the problems is we like I don't get to see Denver as much as I would like. Hopefully, I'll be able to watch him a little bit more this year. Jamal Murray gonna be sweet. Who's gonna win? Or do you remember who won six man last year? It's Tyler here. Jordan Clarkson told Tyler here. Tyler here. He got $30 million, and he's not coming off the bench this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So that kind of takes him out of the running. I don't think... I think Clarkson might start. I, I, it depends. He's in Utah, right? So yeah, they haven't traded knows. They haven't traded him yet. Bones Island, Christian Wood would be my pick. I think okay. the Mavericks are going to be good enough. Brogdon, I think, is going to get... He's going to miss too many games. He's always injured. Past three years, he hasn't played, right? He's good always picks, injured. Good picks. And now he's in Boston, so we assume he's a racist, and there'll just be a curse put against wow. him. I don't think he's... I think... Maybe half of him is racist. Okay, okay coach, coach of the year, what do you got? So I've got Mike Malone with a pretty healthy squad in Denver. I think it's a safe pick. Uh, my honorable mentions, J.B. Bickerstaff gets a lot of love in Cleveland, yeah. and, he, and he probably should. This year is going to be tough on him, but I think they're going to win a lot of games, so that'll help him get some hype. And then Spo, everybody's down on Miami, including you. Spo seems to guide these guys like Yerkson and guys that are just – like playing G League ball, and he gets them up, and they contribute. So I think Spoel's going to get some love this year. Okay, I don't think he's going to win, but he'll get some love. Okay, well, Spoel was voted the best coach in the NBA, right? Yeah. You can look at the dude. I'm not going to go on a Miami thing here, but, like, stop moving this. Touch, leave the computer alone, respectfully. I didn't yeah. take any medication today. That's my problem. Wow. Uh, right? You can look at the Max Struces that they got out of nowhere, the Duncan Robinsons. We didn't do a fit check, also. We have to do that. No, we don't have time. Yeah, too much. Too, this is bumping. Mike Malone, I like Bickerstaff a lot. Chris Finch is a Timberwolves guy who really turned things around for them. People like him. Smart guys like him. 
So I, I think Finch I might mean, win. the expectation is that they win the NBA championship, so it's pretty tough. That's the issue. As long as Steve Nash is wearing a Brooklyn Nets polo, I'm going to vote for Steve Nash because he's managing that situation. That is true. It's got to be a nightmare. A nightmare. Ty Lue, I'm high on the Clippers. If the Clippers are a two seed or a one seed. That's a good point. I didn't think about Ty Lue. And Ty Lue is well. They're so like deep. People know, I've been high. Now you like the Clippers after I, I, I re- told you? Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I just looked at their lineup and they've got so many guys. So my picks here, I would go Ty Lue, Chris Finch are my top two here. And okay, good Spo, picks. Spo is the man. Good picks. Good picks. Okay, so we wanted to mix in uh, for some of our non-sports fans and some of our sports fans that like a little bit of non-sports. We wanted to mix in a little bit of movie stuff. So... Um, these movie episodes are all, or these movie segments are always super popular in the podcast. Get lots of love on Instagram. You don't even know. That's the thing. No, I know. Okay. I know. I, I see. Like, search engine optimization is huge when we're doing this stuff. Okay. SEO. Okay. So, we're going to do favorite actors of all time. Um, again, we didn't talk about it ahead of time. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not. Um, I've got a couple honorable mentions that I'd like to mention before we start. Real quick. You say we wanted to do this fun. This was you who really wanted to do this and your buddies from work. Just looked. No, no buddy. It was just Remy that I talked just, to. Okay, he's my boy. Yeah. Okay, honorable mentions. What do you have? Johnny Depp, Robert Downey Jr., Marlon Brando. Wow, those are three head cases. Exactly. Okay. Really, like good actors. Looney Tunes, but good actors. Okay, I have a few honorable mentions. Okay. Really quick, Keanu Reeves didn't crack top 10. Thought about him. Give me two more John Wicks and he's in the top 10. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. That was my kind of dark oh, horse. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I know. Aliens and Alien are two of the best action sci-fi films yeah. ever. Tom Hanks. Don't have him top 10. Kind of basic. How do you not have Tom Hanks top 10? I probably could. Oh, it's, he's so good. It's a little basic, respectfully. Donnie Yen. So this is Ip Man. Watch. Oh, he needs to get some love. Watch 10 minutes of Ip Man and this guy's going to go in yeah, the top 15. He's so good. You're going to want to like invite him over for dinner. And then you're also going to want him to beat up like all of Russia. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. This is the guy from Get Out, guy from Nope. Oh, I like him too. Black Panther. He's yeah. awesome. He's very young still. And then Francis McDormand. Fargo, awesome. Three I Billboards, like awesome. I like her a ton. So that's my honorable mentions. Okay, what's your 10? Okay, uh, number 10, I've got Robin Williams. Mm. Uh, Mork, Dead Poet Society, Good Morning Vietnam, Goodwill Hunting, Birdcage, Nice Spectrum. We miss Robin Williams. You are awesome. Peace out. Wow. You didn't have to say peace out. Because like, oh, he's dead. Like, in peace. Rest in peace. Okay. This is a slight projection prediction here. I have Michael B. Jordan at 10. Now, oh, so this is kind of a future pick. Yeah, like like I'm buying stocks on Michael B. Jordan. I know stock price is already high, but I actually had a few stocks from like five years ago. Okay. Creed is awesome. He's great as Killmonger. And Just Mercy, you probably didn't see it. It's a Netflix movie with Jamie no. Foxx. Really, really I like good. Jamie Fox. Just Mercy on Netflix. Really good movie. You should watch it. That's okay. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. All right. I've got Crazy Tom Cruise at number nine. He's played a lot of great roles. Risky Business and Top Gun and Rain Man and Jerry Maguire. Uh, I wish he wasn't an alien because I'd like him more. But he's made a lot of good movies. Speaking of alien, I don't have him on as an honorable mention or top ten. But uh, Mel Gibson is a guy where if... Another guy. Yep. Complete asshat, but made some good movies. Yeah. Uh, nine, I have Robert De Niro here. This is tough to have at oh, nine Robert for me. De Niro's good. But I love Taxi Driver is actually the movie I think of when I think so De Niro. So good. And Godfather 2 is great. And even in little roles like Joker, he's great in Joker. As a little heat check off the bench at the end of the game. Yep. I like I like De Niro at nine. Okay. 
Leonardo DiCaprio. So I'm not a Titanic fan, so I'm putting that aside. But like, Catch Me If You Can and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we like so much. Yeah. I keep watching that scene, <laughs> That's really those dark. scenes again and again. I've got Leo at uh, number seven. So I think The Revenant has to be... Oh, yeah, Revenant also has to be mentioned too. Eight, I have Denzel here. Yeah. Okay, so Equalizer, Training Day. My first introduction to Denzel, do you remember? I think it's probably Man on Fire when I showed it to you when you were way too young. (laughs) It's about four. listen, (laughs) talk about a rewatchable. Man on Fire is totally rewatchable. Man, that was my first introduction to Denzel. So I have Denzel at eight. So I don't know if you... I've got him higher. I I can't, I'm not going to lie. He's so good. I love Denzel. Okay, what do you have? I've got Meryl Streep next. Um, Kramer versus Kramer, Silkwood. Devil Wears Prada is a complete chick movie, but she's good in that. Listen, I needed a bit of diversity. And mom backed me up on this one. She really likes Meryl Streep too. So I got Meryl. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say anything. Don't comment. I'm not, Don't comment. Number seven, Al Pacino. Nice headband. Uh, this is Karate Kid, dude. Yeah. Number seven, Al Pacino. My Also great. Okay, so the easy Huge ones to name, the easy ones to name are Godfather, Scarface, and Scent of a Woman. Yep. Dark Horse Al Pacino movie. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Maybe not for a while. Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon is a great one. Really good movie. That's yep. from 1975. But I was going to say mid 70s. Yeah, it was really. Go good. and watch Dog Day Afternoon. He that's he was he's really young. Uh, it's awesome. It's yep. so good. So uh, Jack Nicholson has been a really good actor for a long time. I think he's an ass too, isn't he? I th- probably. I don't know, uh, but like Shining and Easy Rider and Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, you forget how good he was in A Few Good Men also. Like when you think of these guys, you think of spectacular movies and spectacular scenes. And You Can't Handle the Truth is really one of the best movie scenes ever. It's so good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if it's. Maybe not time. ever, but it's right around top 10. It's good. He's very good in A Few Good Men. He's not in it a lot. If you nope. were, I watched it during COVID. I can't, it was marketed, and he's on the poster, and you watch the movie. This he's is in it for eight minutes. Tom Cruise, Demi Moore movie, with Jack Nicholson in it for, again, sixth man of the year. Six, I have Bruce Willis. Now, people are going to think I'm have him higher. I'm a diehard guy more than I'm a Bruce Willis guy here, right? True. So you look at the diehard Pulp Fiction. He's awesome in Six Sense. He's great. Unbreakable's really good. Uh, Bruce Willis, I love him. He's the man. He's and good. He's, he's a little goofy in real life, though, but... That's fine. Really? I think so. Okay. I've got Tom Hanks, Ultimate Good Guy, Forrest Gump, uh, Bosom Buddies TV show. You probably didn't watch a lot of Bosom Buddies, bit, but actually. Tom Hanks started there. Uh, we got, we got to go for Tom. That's that's fine. That's yep. like it's kind of basic. It's a bit that's... safe, but he's solid. He's going to get you 15 points, four boards, three dimes, like one turnover. He's not going to uh, need a lot of spotlight, but he's going to make the shots when you need him to. So this is a tough one for me. I have Morgan Freeman at five. Okay. Now, when I was actually compiling this, it's about it's about six minutes I, I used to put this list together. He actually isn't in. He should be at four. You screwed something up, I think, respectfully. Okay. Ten, yeah, I think my numbers seem to go by one, so I think I'm okay. Morgan Freeman hasn't done as much as you'd think. If you actually look at his list, but just Shawshank and Seven will have him this high for true. me. True, true, uh, true. Again, Shawshank I watched at a very young age. Uh, not not too young because Shawshank isn't awful. Some of it, some of it's not great to watch when you're five, but most of it's actually okay. Most of it is. Yeah. Now that you're 19, like, can I still get charged uh, for some of the stuff? Wow. Like when I watched you when you were a little kid. I don't know. I wouldn't even have that conversation. Okay, good. That's a good idea. Uh, an Unforgiven. Unforgiven. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but Unforgiven. 
Okay. So I have Morgan Freeman here. Why don't you go one more time? Because Respect. Yeah. Great segue. Clint Eastwood. I love Clint Eastwood so oh, much. You know what? I, I wanted to put him on. I just couldn't find room for him in the top ten. You know, two years ago, if you asked me, I would have been like, oh, Grand Torino, Million Dollar Baby. Then I watched all five Dirty Harry movies during COVID. During, so good. Like the past two years. They're actually awesome. That genre was great. Holds up horribly. Like, it's so unbelievable how those movies were made. Do, do we want to talk about... No, no. No? Okay. No. See? that's Isaac and I watched a movie yesterday. We won't talk about it now. We're going to talk about it during our rewatchables. Stop. That's a, enough. 80s, maybe? 86, Late 80s. 86, 88, oh 89. Oh, my gosh. Something like Just that. Enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really like Glenn Eastwood. He's great in Unforgiven. And then the Man With No Name movies. Those I, I got, I, There's yep. a... I went about a month stretch where I was into Spaghetti Westerns, and they're great, and Clint Eastwood is awesome. Good. Uh, so Denzel Washington, wow. he sucks you into the role. He is awesome. Philadelphia, like Remember the Titans, Training Day, and then obviously Man on Fire that we talked about. Uh, now, he's probably the second best equalizer because the, the chick Stop. is a pretty good equalizer. Okay. What's Who's that? Is it Queen Latifah? I don't know. Not sure. Either way, he's great in equalizer. Just so good. Will Ferrell. Oh, I didn't I, think about Will at all. I, I had to put Will Ferrell here just yeah, out of respect. He makes us laugh so much. Yeah, like Will's part of the family. I think he's not a great dude. But no, he's an asshat too. But but Step Brothers. Look at all the room. You can do karate Bro- here. Do I, yoga. Do aerobics. Step Brothers <laughs> is one of the best cinematic pieces so ever funny. constructed. Will Ferrell. Enough said. Okay, I've got Harrison Ford next. So Harrison Ford is my number two. I have my two. Uh, just so good, and for so long, Blade Runner and Star Wars, like. He has been awesome for a long time. But then you think about like some of the other movies that are just the one-offs, like Presumed Innocent and what's the one with Tommy Lee Jones, The Criminal, The, the Fugitive. Fugitive. Like his, uh, like when he is panicked in a scene, you're able to feel that panic. He is so good. I hear some for that too as well. You didn't mention Witness. Witness is good. Witness is really good. I like the ice cream and he punches out yeah. the guy. That and was awesome. Blade Runner. Not for everybody. I really actually like the first Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good. Harrison Ford is just like... First Blade Runner is like ranked all time in movies. Some people some people hate it. Some people love it. It's kind of a cult movie. I think it's pretty sweet. I would like to watch that again. It's good. There's like 17 different versions of it out there. There's lots of controversy with directors. Find me a good one. I, don't I will. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford, when I think of like actors that I remember... Whoa. I don't know who you have as number one. You don't? It should I, be obvious. I, I didn't pay attention to Okay, well, guys. don't... Thanks for listening to me during our nice father-son podcast. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford is one of the first dudes that I remember watching on screen. Christopher Reeves as Superman is in that discussion. Harrison Ford as Indy and as Han Solo. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. And this guy at one, who I don't know how you don't know he's one, but go ahead. What do you have at one? I have Anthony Hopkins at one. That's, okay, talk about Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins is awesome. Talk about a guy who sucks you into the role. Like, I think Hannibal is probably the best, like, bad guy of all time. Okay, Darth Vader. Yeah, he's good, but, like, he's also, like, you don't really get to see him so much because of the mask thing. Okay. Hannibal Lecter sucked me in. I've got Anthony Hopkins at number one. I don't know how you don't know who I have at one, and I don't know how you didn't have him in your top 15. I don't, I must, what'd you got? Sylvester Stallone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Slice the one I forgot about. That's, Favorite? That's bad. Like, that's bad on my part. When I, like, we were talking about, like, Tao Showman movies when I was a kid. The Rocky movies? Yeah. L. I, for sure. Okay. L. When I was, like, just born, like, I have to be in the hospital for a little bit, right? Is that how it goes? Like, as soon as I'm born, I'm hanging around the hospital? Yep. 
I'm not, not like not long, like yeah, a day just, or two. Okay. I don't know if the TV in the hospital room had an AMC Rocky Marathon on. Yeah, it had VH- VHS tape. You had yo, you brought him. Yeah, I brought the VHS okay. tape. In. So it wasn't a marathon. No. Okay. Well, you know the best thing about a Rocky movie? There's always one after. There's always one after. Spencer Stallone, like so he, <laughs> Uncle Sly, Rocky, Rambo, and then so like those fifteen movies because that covers a lot of ground. Rocky and Rambo. Yep. There's good, like, Copland. I don't know if you've got, the last time you saw Copland. Yeah, he's the Jersey guy. Yeah. Late 90s. He's kind of, good. He kind of put on a few pounds, plays like a sheriff of a small town. He's yep. really good in he's it. He's very good. And even in the crappy stuff he kind of does now, like the Escape Plan movies with Arnold. I don't know if you've seen any of those. I haven't. It's not highbrow cinema. But it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. So what? Be entertained. So Stallone is my number one guy. Awesome. That's all Okay, I have. so 40 minutes in, uh, the truth will come back at you a little over a week from now. I'm not sure when we're going to drop this one. Uh, Lions are likely to lose against New England, probably. Well, by the time we're kind of time traveling right now, like we're in the past because the this past. won't play for like a week, maybe. Around. Really? Well, not quite a week. Today's Friday. Like it'll come out Thursday or so. No, so, you want to play this like Sunday or Monday? Okay, maybe, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so we are time traveling. So make some NFL picks this weekend, really quick for the people to see how bad it held up. Okay, Lions lose twenty four twenty one to New England. Okay. No comment. I'm not going to... I'll let you get that one wrong. Uh, so you think they cover three and a half? Correct. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, anything else before we say bye to the people? Uh, Victor Wembignana. No. Oh, I, Victor Wembignana because we each had we one. We each had one more. Uh-huh. Thanks. Say thanks to the listeners. Uh, thanks to the fans. Thanks to the listeners. We appreciate your support and your love. Hashtag Team Town Nation. Go vote too. Lyndon, Drew, Freddie. Just go vote for them. All right. Yeah, so go vote, folks. Yeah. And I. what should I say... Tell your friends about the podcast. I was listening to Joel Klatt's podcast today, and he had a little bit where he's like, hey, thanks for listening. Hey, and tell your friends about the show. This is just a good, we should do that too. Tell so. your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the show. Okay, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Peace out.